Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. This is the last episode of 2020. Thank God 2020 is almost over. This has been one hell of a year for sure. But before we jump into this week's episode, I really want to ask you a big favor. Please, I know in two days it is New Year's and everyone is going to be tempted to make New Year's resolutions and I have a huge favor to ask of you. Do not make any New Year's resolutions yet. Yes, you heard me. Do not make one New Year's resolution until you finish this episode and listen to next week's episode. So you might be asking me, why are you asking me not to make a New Year's resolution? Well, I'll tell you why. Because within 30 days, 85% of people will not follow through with their New Year's resolutions. It's a known fact. And by the end of the year, only 6 to 8% of people in the entire world follow through on their resolutions. And here's what we still know. Many of those people or most everyone, is still unhappy, still unfulfilled, still searching for something new, something different, and still not really happy. I see successful women all the time come into my practice, whether it's my individual practice or my group practice with Lori Tab, the Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab program that we have. And we see it every time. Women are wanting more. They are feeling stuck in their careers. They are feeling stuck in their relationships. They're feeling stuck in, you know, maybe moving up in their careers. They're feeling stuck in just, I don't know, just life. And there is just a sense that even for the women that have accomplished everything, the women that have risen to the top of Mount Everest and have checked off all the boxes and have done all the things and have traveled all the places, they're still not happy. And one of the big reasons why I feel they aren't happy, which we address both in our private coaching as well as our group coaching program, is because we need to focus on gratitude. We also, as women, need to take time to stop and take stock of what we've accomplished. So often what we see, like I said, both in my private practice as well as our group coaching program, is there is just always this feeding frenzy for the next thing, the next relationship the next promotion, the next leadership role, the next house, the next 
whatever it may be. But there's always this feeling that there needs to be something else, that something's missing, and that that next thing is going to be finally the thing that creates this fulfillment and sense of peace and pure joy and satisfaction. And here is what we know to be true. That is never going to happen. It is a leaky bucket. It's a bucket that we're always trying to fill, but it's always leaking out the bottom. There's always holes in it. So we are going to change all of that up, and we are going to make sure that 2021 is the most kick-ass year you've ever had, and we are going to do that by making sure that we start this year off right. And the best way that I have recently learned how to do that is that we really need to close out 2020. And that's what this episode is all about. This episode is all about reflections versus resolutions. So how can we get to somewhere else if we don't have any idea where we are? I love what James Wedmore shares. Um, He's big in the online course community. And he talks about that the biggest missing piece with anyone's goal-setting process is that they really try to create a new year's goal without completing the previous year, which we just talked about. And essentially what that's like is trying to paint a work of art on top of a messy canvas. It really limits you. You can't paint a clear picture. You can't really paint what you want. You can't even reimagine anything new because you still have to work with what's underneath. Part of that is really mindset work, and it's about letting go of the past. Um, That's a huge part of what I do in my private coaching practice, and that's really all about performance coaching. And that is something I teach my clients. It's something we talk about in our group program about self-limiting beliefs, saboteurs, And unless you address those type of things, you literally cannot move forward because your future is created uh, by your past or rather your interpretations about the past. Um, And so many of us carry around the failures and letdowns like a bunch of heavy rocks in a backpack. And as the years go by, the bag gets heavier and heavier, which basically means whatever we're doing, creating, And even what we're being gets harder and harder. Wouldn't it be nice just to let the bag go? Wouldn't it be nice just to feel light again, feel free to dream, take a risk, create? The truth is, we can't do any of that without looking at where we've been. And this episode is actually not going to be focused on looking forward into New Year's resolutions. We're actually going to talk about that next week. But this whole episode is really dedicated to reflecting back on 2020. And my hope for you by the end of this episode is that you are going to feel like a true superhero. Yes, a superhero. And it just so happens Wonder Woman just came out and Wonder Woman was my absolute favorite. She's been my idol since I was six years old, seven years old, and I'm super excited. I haven't seen the new movie yet, but... I want you, after this episode is over, to feel like an absolute Wonder Woman. And here's why. By the end of this episode, hopefully through the questions I've asked, you will realize how many heroic things you have actually done this year. So let's start way back in January. 
I want you to think about what your New Year's resolutions might have been for 2020, maybe the year you had planned for 2020, and then think about how probably all of that came crashing down in February, early March. As COVID hit and we all throughout the world uh, were struck with a global pandemic. And I don't know about you. I mean, I sat on the couch for a couple of weeks, you know, kind of thinking it was a nice vacation, watching a lot of Netflix, thinking, okay, this thing will pass. And here it is, uh, end of December. And we were actually far worse than we were even back then. Um, things have not gotten better, although, fingers crossed, our vaccine is starting to be distributed. But still, we are still enduring a global pandemic at the end of 2020. And so when you look back, so much has changed. And as high-achieving women, so often, you know what? We roll with the punches. We just keep going. We keep going and keep going. And we literally never take the time to look at what we've done. So I want you to think about that. I'm not sure if you were working in a corporate office. I'm not sure if you were already working remote. Not sure if you were a stay-at-home mom. But your world, either way, has been completely turned upside down. So, you know, if you were working in a corporate office and you had never worked remote before, that was number one. Now you had to learn how to either manage a team remotely. You, you know, as a mom, were all of a sudden having to learn how to become a second grade, a fifth grade, or a freshman teacher in high school. Um, I don't know about you, but thank goodness my kids were older. Um, one was in college, but my daughter was very self-sufficient. But my heart went out for those moms that had young children who were trying to manage a full-time job and were trying to be a teacher at the same time and a caregiver and a cleaner because cleaners couldn't come into the house anymore or chefs if you had a chef. And, you know, a lot of the housework and just the daily duties landed on women. Some women that I know were actually laid off or furloughed. And that came as a huge blow to, you know, their identity you know, to their financial situation. Um, one of my clients was let go from her career and really struggled with that and didn't kind of know which end was up. And it was really a big gut punch for her and managing through that. The interesting thing is, I will tell you, she just recently got a position with a new company but she had been unemployed the entire time through COVID. And because of the work that I'm talking about in this podcast, about doing the inner work, doing the reflection, focusing on gratitude, focusing on the gifts, really the emotional and physical gifts that she was given through the opportunity of being unemployed. Yes, I said the opportunity of being unemployed. She was actually happier this year than she's ever been. And that was no longer reliant on a career or an income or a title. Um, she really did the inner work to really focus on being grateful for what she had. And that's what I'm talking about is I really want you to think about everything that you've had to endure this year. 
We've all had to go through so much change. And so many of us have just kept going through it and never stopped to pause and really give ourselves a pat on the back. And maybe our spouse or our partner hasn't acknowledged that, which might have been nice. But this is the time for you to acknowledge it for yourself. So I want you to think of different areas of your life. We actually go into a lot of these areas in my coaching practice. Um, I'm just going to cover two to three areas today in the podcast. So we're going to cover health first and foremost. So when you think about the health aspect of your life, you know, think about how maybe your health has suffered during COVID. You know, like I said, most of us have had to become mom and teacher and caregiver. And, you know, there's also a lot of people who have been, um, I have several clients who are single, who have had to endure COVID alone in their apartments. Um, They haven't, none of us have been able to go to the gym. And, you know, they've haven't had the support of friends. And think about how heroic that is just to be on your own for so many months. I just want you to know, I acknowledge that. I understand how difficult that must be. And you should be really proud of yourself. You know, as women, it's our human nature and our female nature to want to bond. And we have such intimate relationships with our friends and our family. And we're so conversant. And think about how you've been able to pivot. Maybe you threw a holiday Christmas party via Zoom, or maybe you had a birthday party for one of your children with all of their friends so that they could stay connected through Zoom. Um, I know so many people have gotten so creative with Zoom and they've had cocktail mixology parties or they've had, you know, fun holiday parties. We had one for our Women Leading Powerfully group and it was a lot of fun. But, you know, women have become so creative about how to connect in this limited scope that we can connect women are still doing it. They're having, actually, another friend of mine had a painting night, you know, how we used to be able to go to wine and painting nights at a local restaurant. They were actually doing that over Zoom, which I thought was fantastic. Um, You know, just all the things that people have done to stay in community and stay together. You know, what have you done? I really invite you to kind of pause and think about what have you done for your mental health to stay connected to other people? And what have you done for your physical health? You know, if you're anything like me, you know, maybe maybe walking has been the top of your list or maybe it hasn't and that's okay too. I mean, for me, I had several gym memberships prior to COVID. I've let all those go. Um, I used to love going to different classes. It was what filled me up. I love the variety and the spice of doing something different all the time. And I was, you know, working out five to six days a week. I have totally not done any of that during COVID. And I look at my health and I'm like, you know what? I have been busy um, starting a business and starting the this group coaching program with Lori. Um, it has been a lot. And I haven't focused on my health as much as maybe I wanted to this year. And I really look forward to getting back into that. But what have you done about your health? And what areas are you proud of yourself with regard to your health, whether it be mental or physical health? The next 
aspect when we kind of talk about these different areas of life is around career. And like I said, I kind of dove into it a little bit, but you know, where are you at with your career? Maybe COVID has been a powerful pause for you. And maybe you've really been either forced, you know, into unemployment to think about your next path. Maybe you've been inspired because of COVID to realize, you know, hey, life is short. And I really want to find my passion project and my passion career. And I will tell you that so many women have come to our leadership cohort, um, the Leadership Lab, to really explore that very thing. They're at a crossroads and COVID, you know, has kind of forced their hand to think about what they want next. And the Leadership Lab really helps people, helps women specifically, um, figure out what that is. And it does it from a very core way that is very in alignment with your passion, your purpose, your values, and it helps define and take you into action into that next step. And so I invite you to think about what have you had to deal with or what have you been challenged with dealing with this year because of COVID? You know, so many people have been unemployed and, you know, for high achieving women, that can be such a a difficult place to be. One of my clients actually stepped away from her corporate career to um, care for an elderly mother who has had health issues. And so what choices are you making or have you made this year that you're really proud of? Maybe what choices have you made with your career that you aren't proud of or that you want to change? Pausing to ask these type of questions is really valuable and is really important because if you don't stop and you don't pause to ask yourself these really important questions, you're going to get more of the same in 2021. So what are you most proud of? You know, maybe you jumped off the corporate cliff and maybe you are totally doing something new this year because COVID has forced you to pivot. And you know what? Kudos to you. Kudos to you for starting something new, for taking a leap of faith, for taking a risk that maybe you would have never taken before. I know I sit here very excited and proud of myself. This is one of the biggest things in 2020 is not only did I start a business in the beginning of 2020, And then had this, oh shit moment, (laughs) you know, come end of February, early March, where it's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But that forced me to pivot into something completely new to meet my clients' needs, which so many people were asking, what am I going to do now? And that's when Lori and I came together. If you haven't heard the story, you know, Lori and I came together to build Um, our 12-week group coaching program, which is called Women Leading Powerfully, the Leadership Lab. And that would have probably never been born if COVID wouldn't have happened. And I look at the, you know, 36 women that we have had the privilege of having gone through that course. And, oh my gosh, to hear their testimonies at the end of the, uh, at the end of the program, just I'm inspired beyond belief at what these women have accomplished 
in just 12 short weeks and the community that they've created together. And that would have never happened if it wasn't for COVID. And I see that as such a gift that this year has brought. So when you think about your career, what are you proud of? And what are you going to let go of potentially before you move into 2021? Maybe you let go of expectations that your bad boss is going to be a better boss in 2020. And maybe you decide today that you're going to start looking for a new position within the organization. Or maybe you're going to start looking for a new job. And yes, there are a lot of reasons why you shouldn't. Yes, the job market is, you know, really bad out there. And yes, there are a lot of unemployed people. But the reality is, I know people that are still finding jobs. So you can choose to look at this as an opportunity and a gift, or you can look to choose and look at it completely different way. But for those clients who have really seen COVID as a gift and an opportunity, they have truly made the most out of it. I've seen people completely switch careers in the middle of COVID and be so happy now doing what they're doing and land their dream jobs. So it is absolutely possible. So if you need to take a pause, if you're taking notes and think about your career and maybe answer some of the questions I asked, you know, what are you proud of? What do you want to let go of? What do you really want to remember about 2020 with your career? And now we'll move on to talking about friends and family. As I mentioned previously in the episode, you know, for women specifically, friends and family is so important. And I really want you to think about what you're proud of this year with regard to friends and family. How have you stayed connected? despite all of the challenges that we've all had. I know for me, this last Christmas, which was just a couple days ago, was the worst Christmas in so many ways that I've ever had because I wasn't able to spend it with my mom. At the last minute, she decided that she didn't feel comfortable getting together even outside, um, you know, because of her age and because of her health. And it was really sad. I've never, (laughs) never except one year in my entire life, not spent Christmas with my mom. So that was really disappointing. But, you know, we found ways throughout the the rest of the year to stay connected. Um, My mom started texting this year, which was new for her, but we've definitely been texting a lot more. Um, We've been calling each other a lot more. And that has been a highlight for me, for sure. So I invite you to think about, you know, your friends and your family who I know are so important to you. How have you, you know, what are you most proud of this year with regard to what you've achieved about staying connected to friends and family? And like I said, if you need to pause and take some notes, that's great. Um, you know, when you think about how you've showed up this year, managing a career, managing a family or not managing a family, but maybe being alone, not being connected to friends and family, maybe as much as you wanted to be. Think about the strength and the resilience it has taken for you, whether you're alone, whether you're caring for elderly parents, whether you're in a family environment, 
of really not being able to physically connect with your friends or your or your family outside of your immediate family that you're living with. And think about all the challenges you've had to overcome because of COVID with regard to your family and friends. So I know for so many people, um, this has been a very polarizing year in politics. But in addition to that, it's been very polarizing uh, because of COVID. Some people believe in wearing masks. Some people don't. Um, That is true within families. Um, It's also true in blended families. That was my situation this year when my family was more conservative than my ex-husband's family and fiance. And, you know, my daughter was going back and forth and she felt very much stuck in the middle of trying to manage um, a really difficult situation. So I know COVID's been hard on blended families. It's been hard on, uh, you know, my husband is as a therapist, you know, sees families who even the husband and wife haven't been on the same page. Maybe the husband is more conservative with regard to being more careful and the wife isn't or vice versa. And that has been a source of a lot of um, drama and fighting and just struggle this year. So acknowledge yourself for that. Acknowledge getting through that. Maybe you're still having to deal with it. But think about how much you've had to deal with because of COVID and the judgment with regard to COVID. You know, maybe friends or family think you're being too conservative or too fearful. Maybe other, maybe you think other friends are being too permissive and um, not restrictive enough. I mean, that has been a big issue for a lot of friends, a lot of families. And so, you know what? Recognize that you've had to go through that. You've had to deal with that. You've had to struggle with that challenge. And here you are at the end of 2020, and you are doing a great job. So if nobody else has told you this year, let me be the first. You have done a phenomenal job this year. You've done great. And here's the thing. In the midst of a really difficult year, whether it's this year, whether it's next year, whether you achieve what you wanted this year, or most likely you didn't because I think none of us had uh, a global pandemic in our plans this year, but you are worthy regardless. Your worth is not predicated upon achieving anything. You are worthy. You are loved. You are beautiful. You are special exactly the way you are. And you made it through a really difficult year. That is the definition of a hero. So I hope you take some time and you journal and you write down how many ways you were a complete badass this year in spite of everything going on. How did you show up? Who were you this year? What strength did you find that you didn't even know you had inside of you? How many things did you have to juggle? How many Zoom calls (laughs) were you on where toddlers were running around in the background or you're you know, multitasking, making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while you're conducting a strategy meeting at work. You know, how many things like that did you have to deal with this year and that you did? And that you never stopped to take a moment 
to honor yourself, to acknowledge yourself for doing the hard work. This year has been hard, and I didn't even tackle the social justice piece of it. Not only have we had to deal with COVID, but if you're a person of color, if you're an ally, this has also been a really difficult, challenging year. What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about your white privilege? What have you learned about being a person of color in the United States? Maybe thinking that we were further along than we were. I mean, this has been a really difficult year for so many people. How have you evolved stronger? How are you a hero this year? I want you to make a list, like I said, of your top 10 things that you are proud of that's on your hero list that makes you a complete badass for getting through this year because you absolutely are. Knowing you the way I know you, this has been the year that you've given to everyone else. It's not unlike every other year where you give and you give and you give. You give to the kids, you give to your parents, you give to the people at work that need you, you give to your team, you give to your friends, you give to your family, you take care of your friend who's sick, who has breast cancer. I get it. I see you. I know you. I am you. So I understand. And as you pause and you think about that for 2020, I want you to listen to next week's episode where we start thinking ahead and we start planning for 2021. And I guarantee you, we're going to be doing it in a completely different way than you've ever done before. I want 2021 to be your best year ever. And I want you to start thinking about how you start putting you as an equal piece of the pie for next year. I'm not going to even say put yourself first because I know that's not going to happen. I want you to make yourself an equal piece of the pie for next year. I want you to strive for that, but we'll talk about all of that next week. So stay tuned for next week. I can't wait for you to listen and I can't wait for you to plan out 2021 and make it your best year ever. And I know I've been talking about it a lot lately. But one of the best ways that you can make 2021 your best year ever and put yourself first is by investing in your personal development. You can do that one of two ways. You can invest in one-on-one coaching with me or you can join our Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab, which is a intimate group of 12 to 15 women in a 12-week group coaching program. And I'm telling you, it is life-changing. You can go to www.womenleadingpowerfully.com and listen to just a few of the testimonials of the women that have been through the group. You can also go back and listen to some of the previous podcast episodes I've done with some of the women that have been through our program. Uh, Episode 45 with Kimberly Nixon, episode 44 with Rachel Parrish, episode 43 with Caroline Creamer, Episode 37 with Joan Caraggio, episode 30 with Jen Johnson, or episode 29 with Lisa Raggio. And if after you hear that you want to join, either email me at natalie at corecreationcoaching.com or you can just hit apply now 
on our website, which is www.womenleadingpowerfully.com. And you can go ahead and apply now. We are starting two new groups, January 14th and January 18th. We would love to have you be a part of this intimate community of women who are working, learning, and growing together to figure out what their next steps are and to get the clarity and confidence to take that next big move in their life. So if you're inspired, please join us. We would love to have you be a part of the group. And I can't wait to connect with you next year, which is next week, to talk about how we make 2021 your best year ever. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being such a great listener and such a part of my community here on the podcast. I appreciate you. I value you. I appreciate the reviews that you've left and the downloads. I really do appreciate all the support. You have made 2020 a great year for me. I am so internally grateful. I appreciate you and I can't wait to share 2021 with you as we move forward. Take care and happy new year. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.